absolutely uh, riveting. He's, he's just leaving the studio. Just leaving the studio. You now. always know that it was what? really good when it's hard to get them out. You know. Yeah. We're still talking to them. Even yeah. Seconds before. That's why if I ever come around for you for dinner, I'll be bye. No, it's just high five. Fine. <laughs> that'll, that'll be that. That was Johnny Benjamin, MBE. Yeah, he went to the palace. And you know what? It, it really just shows you that no matter how dark it is, no matter how much in that abyss that Nietzsche and everyone talks about. You can always put 50 pence in the meter. What? It's no, matter how, how matter, no matter how dark it is, I'm saying you can always put 50 pence in the meter. I'm like, for once, actually about oh, to you're do being something serious, sensible sorry. Oh, sorry, okay. serious, you horse's ass. It doesn't suit you, sorry. Absolute horse's ass. I don't even know why you're friends with you. Uh, wow. My next guest, <laughs> right, this is something that absolutely fascinates me. So when I was reading up on this, our next guest here at Men's Radio Station, I thought, oh, Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. This is a man who calls himself the breakthrough expert. Christopher, you've got your work cut out this afternoon. You are. I'm telling you. Christopher Jones, welcome to Men's Radio. Thank you very much. Well, with an intro like that, it's no pressure at all. None at all. <laughs> Christopher, I just want to say that with three completely neurotic people in one room you yes. have no idea okay that you know if you thought you were the expert you're going to come out of here and going yeah maybe <laughs> I, maybe so which the, the wise person was, once maybe said the oh my god have i got neuroses yeah maybe the what did you just say <laughs> i said oh my god have i got neuroses <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> that was this is from the Sorry. man this <laughs> is from the man in a boiling hot meeting we're in a boiling hot meeting he's wearing a huge black velvet suit with a cravat, right? It's melting. The sweat is literally pouring off his brow. I say, <laughs> Phil, take your jacket off. And he goes, I can't. I look shit hot. <laughs> and he wonders if he has neurosis. Uh, Christopher Jones, yeah. um, you get rid of people's phobias. That's correct. This I is do. amazing. Oh, thank you very much. It's um, Right. I'm going to hit you hard with this. Go on, then. Do you know what my, my f I have many phobias. Yeah. Uh, one is that I won't touch any handles or anything. That's for germs, which is fine. Okay. So I use a sleeve. How, how did you get out? I use a sleeve. I use a sleeve. I use a sleeve or a handkerchief or something. And I, he I waits for someone else to let him out. I normally <laughs> do. I have people who do that for me. Uh, no. All right. Can I tell you what my phobia is? And, I, and it's taken me a long time to. Is that me? It's probably me. Long What's time that? to get over it. It's my phone. Um, a long time to get over it. Mm -hmm. Paperwork. 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 Tell me about that. Then. I hate paper, but now I've kind of cured myself. I realise I had got myself really quite ill. Yes. A number of years ago, when the paperwork was, when I say out of control, I mean out of control. My yeah. office, it was on the floor. It was everywhere. Now, nothing. Everything the moment it arrives is filed. But it took me. Why is it? Because I'm not an incomp. Uh, joking, so I'm not vatting. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not as, I'm not as stupid as I pretend. Should I put it out to the room? <laughs> no, no. Oh, don't. Sorry, sorry. Don't. Let me pick up on this. There's a clip for the trailer. I've ever had well, it. I'm, I'm not, not as stupid as I pretend. <laughs> pretend. Note that. Yeah. <laughs> but why is it? And when I come to look at the paper, I'm sorry. Let me switch this off. Yeah, I beg yeah. your pardon. I'm so sorry. Hey. When I yeah, it's my fault. Not I can only apologise. <laughs> sorry. I'm so, I was going to say I'm so pleased you pretend. Shut up! <laughs> just no one's asking you. There's somebody in the room who's an adult. Just shut up about it, right? I know when I actually go to look at the paperwork, yeah. Christopher, it's like, well, I can do this. It's fine. This is all right. You know, what's the big deal? But I couldn't open 
the envelopes. I'm being very open here. Okay, I could so not open the envelopes, and they would remain for weeks. Okay, so how deep are we going to go here, then? Do you want me to start? I'll be a test subject. So, it, it, I, so you've overcome it. So the first question is, what did you do to overcome it, actually? I just realized I'd been ill, I think, and yeah. I thought, I cannot. This is a whole fresh start, whole all sorts of new me, and I cannot go, I let that old me do this to me again. Yes. So I, I really was just sabotaging myself, and I don't know why I was doing it. Okay. And so it wasn't like I couldn't do the paperwork, but I could not open the o- physically well, the open first, the envelope. The first thing I would say about phobias, fears, all these things, is that we tend to ask ourselves why, and that, that's, that's the least helpful question when you oh. have a fear, because okay. it is an emotional response. And so, you know, we live in our logical mind, we live in our analytical mind, you know, school, education, university, it's all about making sense of the world. It's all about trying to understand. But when it comes to emotions, they are not logical. Um, and they, you could say they come from the subconscious or emotional brain. So rather than asking yourself why, a better question is how. I, how am I doing this? What am I thinking, feeling, believing? What am I doing with my body to not want to do this? So there'll always be a belief about unraveling that paperwork. There'll be mm. a thought that goes on. The thought was, it's going to contain really lousy news. Ah, yes. A fairly illogical thought. Of because course. not well, everything I, was. But emotions are, my yeah. feeling was, I'm going to open that envelope. There's going to be a terrible letter from the bank, the this, that, that. And it's like... And so your protection mechanism was to avoid it. Yeah. I tend to find as long as it's not in a brown envelope, it doesn't matter. (laughs) How do you get your cash, Phil? Well, just in case anyone's listening, (laughs) I I shan't say. Moving on. So, okay. So what should I have... Well, should of is is maybe the wrong question, but what you could do was to... What you just told me, break down the thoughts, break down the feelings. What what happened in your body when you used to think oh, about Oh, physically it? sick. Right. Whereabouts did you feel? Stomach. That? Stomach. I mean, literally, honestly, wanted to throw up. Right. So basically, you're giving Ow. that envelope meaning. Yeah. And that's basically what happens with all sorts of phobias. So when people have phobias of oranges, all sorts of weird things. Really? Oh, yeah. You can have a phobia of anything. My sister's got a phobia of kiwi fruit, so I'm, I'm, oh, I am she, aware. She, she, doesn't, she doesn't like the hairs. Doesn't like the hairs on the kiwi fruit. Really freaks her out. So the w- it's mo- but she is quite peculiar. Okay. So, so do you want the do you want the science? I don't know how yes, deep we go. Yes, I do. Okay. So yes. who, I find it fascinating. Do you know of Do you know of Pavlov and his dogs? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So that you know, he rang a bell, fed yeah. the dogs. Rang a bell, fed the dogs. Eventually, you ring a bell, the dogs salivate. Mm. Like they have to be fed. Now I've got my dog uh, over in Crystal Palace. First time I moved. Uh, he goes. And, where, and where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh yeah, no, I I, I live. Uh, I live in Kingston. Yeah, I live in <laughs> Richmond. Um, <laughs> when I first moved to Crystal <laughs> Palace, buddy. <laughs> when I first moved to Crystal Palace. So I'm right. walking down the street, mm. past a cafe, the, my dog sees another dog, and the dog goes, <laughs> my dog reacts. Mm. Second time, walk down the street, my dog reacts. Been there five, six years, walk down that street, not been that dog there since, but my dog always goes into... That response. That's a condition response. Now, as human beings, we do the same thing. So if you kiss the love of your life and you hear a tune playing on the radio five, ten years later, if it's strong enough, you can be back there. Oh, feeling all those positive feelings, feeling loved. Um, If the love of our life breaks up with us, same thing. We hear that tune on the radio and we're back there crying two, three, four, Mm. five years later. Mm. Now, with a phobia, that's exactly the same thing. An event has happened in your past where your brain has gone this is unpleasant. This equals danger. And in that moment, the 
part of you that's designed to keep you safe, your fight, flight, or freeze response, goes, okay, so I either need to run from this, I need to play dead, or I need to get angry and fight it. And so mm. it's just, and it's, it's a useful mechanism because it's what keeps us safe. So in the same way that if we touched a hot stove when we were little, mm. we needed to go, oh, you know, avoid. And our yeah. brain goes, don't do that again. But when we wrongly associate danger to fruit or something like that, um, that's where it's a problem. So with you, you probably had overwhelm with this, a lot of fear, and your brain went flight, run away. But hang on a second, because what you're saying, if, if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly, yeah. is, it's, is it mainly it would be as a result of a trauma or an incident associated with an, a particular item. So let's just say that in Russ's case with the paperwork, yeah. maybe you've received foul letters in the past, and for whatever reason, yes. the content being foul. As he linked a lot of stress to open and, those. And as letters. a result of it, it, you've associated it with it. Exactly, yeah. But with something like a kiwi fruit or an orange, so, what, so, what could possibly go wrong okay. with that? So the other the other science one I like to, to quote, do, do we know Pavlov? Um, I've done Pavlov. Do we know um, Little Albert? You know this story? No. Oh, so is this is the, the Freudian? No, the Little Albert one. This is when There's psychologists could do whatever the hell they threw that in, James. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try and sound smart. <laughs> Next time you'll say, was it Jungian? <laughs> well, is it Little Hans then? It's, 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 the, it's the root cause of behavioralism, i.e. The, what the, the study they often quote in sort of cognitive behavior, that kind of thing. Um, this was back when psychologists could do what they want, right? So they'd take a baby. They took a baby and they called him Little Albert. They got a gong and they'd show him some animals and he'd play with them, rat, mice, uh, dog, all these, a teddy bear, fine. Then they went, right, show him the animal, bang a gong behind him. And the child goes, mm. bang a gong behind him, child goes like that. Yeah. Then when they see the animal in future, the child, you've installed fear. Wow. The child doesn't know what the fear is. So the example with um, furry stuff, if that's, if that's what the phobia is, and I'd have to dig on that. Well, I don't um, think it could be furry stuff because my brother-in-law has been on the beach and it's not possible. So, but <laughs> So <laughs> what, what, what is it with the, the fruit that she's specifically scared of? Do you know? Because you no, said it is the, genuinely. It is the little hairs on, right. on the kiwi. So I don't know why I'm doing point. this to my wrist. <laughs> somehow my wrist resembles so a kiwi. At some point, you if, are a kiwi so at some point when she was in a heightened state of anxiety, she, she, some, she rubbed hairs and the brain linked, thing, you know, said, feel bad, feel bad, feel the hairs. And that's all it takes. So it doesn't have to always be literal. It can just be the state of mind you're yeah, in at the time. It can be an association. Yeah. Wow. So it's the conditioning. I've thought of it like this. It's amazing. See, that's why we have men's radio stations. So you're, you no, Every day is a school day. I've every day is a school day. <laughs> and, and now you can sort out your sister. Possibly. Well, no, do, uh, believe me. <laughs> no. Well, just not enough if, time in the world. She's a female version of you. <laughs> well, good luck with that. James, what is your phobia? I mean, you've got a low. I know. Loads. Uh, spiders. Spiders. I've I'm got a phobia of not being able to eat biscuits. Well, spiders. I've, I've got, got a phobia of you, Phil. We're talking to James now. Okay. So, spiders. what's your earliest memory of being afraid of spiders? Earliest memory, at home, big spider in the bathtub when I was going to like have a bath. Okay. And I remember seeing the spider and being like, ah. So what meaning did you give that when you saw the spider? What did you... Like danger, I guess. Danger. Like I'm in trouble, you know? Okay. And what did you yeah. feel when you, when you saw that spider? Fear, like panic. Fear. Like okay. That freeze almost response. Okay. So when you... Uh, where did, whereabouts? Was it in your chest, your stomach? I was very, very young, but I reckon mm. it was probably in my shoulders. Okay. I was like, you know. So if you cast... Can you cast your mind back to that moment? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you see his I'm eyes there. are looking up, so he's visualizing. So <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> is this not the best? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm this is not the now. best day we're having here. <laughs> this is brilliant. 
So, when you think about that spider, you cast your mind back there. Yeah, be the okay. younger self. I, I went to look, but then I got <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry. I didn't see, yeah. that's the trouble when I point out what we're doing. It's okay. Uh, I can Just go it. there. I, won't I can see the spider yeah. in my in my bathroom. So, up. zero to ten, how strong is the emotion? Like right now? Yeah. Maybe like a six or a seven. Okay. Like I'm definitely a bit on edge, that's for okay. sure. It's not ten, like panic. Yeah. Okay. So, there's a couple of ways we can interrupt it, but one of them is how big is that, Im how big is that picture? When you think about fly, uh, when you think about spiders, how big is the? Yeah, in the mind, how big is uh, it? A big picture, small yeah, picture? Yeah, massive. Yeah. Okay. Is it black and white or color? Oh, it's probably black and white now. Okay. I think about it. Yeah. Focus on that image. Is it close to you or far away? Close. Close. Right. What I want you to do is just imagine now that you had that um, Harry Potter wand. The ridiculous spider. You seen Harry Potter? Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. So imagine that spider now. Imagine everything the same, but just imagine that spider was on roller skates, doing a little dance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I want you to make that black and white picture and push it off into the distance. Make it small. Make it tiny. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. happening? Zero to ten. As you do it now. I'm. Yeah. I'm definitely. I'm smiling for sure. Okay. Because I can think of the spider like you know falling over sort of things i'm definitely more relaxed in okay that so focus on the spider now and imagine the benny hill music's playing <laughs> yeah yeah as, this, as you're looking at that spider now yeah okay i can think of it yeah yeah feel it, uh, feel it. play it in your ears play it in your ears don't play it in my ears if only i had it ready i could <laughs> <laughs> i actually keep it on my phone for this purpose but i left my phone in the other room so um so focus on that or, or the circus music what okay. would happen um, yeah, I'm picturing it. It's it's fairly yeah comedic. I'm fairly relaxed. Okay, and I'm definitely not frozen. So shake fear. it off, shake it off now. Try and bring back that image. Try and feel the same intensity about that fear. No, I can't. And you know as well, even even when I picture it in my head, the image now is so far away from me. Yeah, it's like I almost can't see it the same way. If that makes sense, in my mind's eye. You know, before it's definitely like I can remember seeing this great big spider clearly in the bathtub, and now it's almost like so far away, I can't even see it. It's, it's genius. Good. That's well, weird. I mean, just send him a bill, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting paid for this. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah. his mom's outside. She pick up Well, I was actually I was actually working with your mom in, uh, while I was waiting to come in. Actually. Well, she I'm has like she's a severe fear of flying. Is her phobia falling over in a, a radio studio? No, Would but that she be has it? a severe. It is now. <laughs> she, you know, she she has a severe fear of flying and of like closed spaces. So yeah. we never used to be able to go on the tube. Mm. Because going underground oh into yeah, the tube, I get that. she used to like I get that. freak out yeah. massively. And she's not been on a plane in years, so it's funny. Yeah, that she's missing nothing, I can assure you. It still, <laughs> still sucks. <laughs> it's, it's my pal does that. My pal, when he comes over from, from Los Angeles, is one of my best pals. He cannot, cannot get it. And I thought he was kidding. He's a film director and writer and everything, and he's a, a, a great guy. Lives life large, right? And he said, I've got claustrophobia. I said, oh, come on, Francis. No, you haven't. And we went to where he was staying, the Airbnb thing, and it was on the seventh floor. He says, I'm walking. I said, Jesus, you're in your 80s. You're not walking. Come on, get the lift. And he panicked. I'd never, all the years, I've known him since 1982, and he panicked in the lift. And I thought, oh, I thought he was exaggerating. He yeah. was in the most, he became a different person, a person I'd never seen before. Yeah. And I said, it's okay, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. And he, wow, he was in such a state. Well, that, uh, I say that's because your subconscious mind is thinking it's in real threat. It's yeah. the same as someone pulling a gun on you. 
The yeah. body is responding as if you're in real danger. And someone who doesn't have the phobia tends to go, oh, we'll just suck it up. Just deal with it. You know, there's no problem. Well, that's a, but that is, a, do you know what? This is such a theme you've just hit on because in our, our previous guest, Johnny Benjamin, yeah. MBE, you know, this whole thing about just man up, suck yeah. it up, yeah. get on with it. Like that's the that's the cure all. That's the one one stop shop for every problem that you've got. Man up about it. I mean, especially yeah, especially us males, we we tend to uh, just got to go get on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My I had a a lovely sister-in-law who sadly passed away far too young. She was an adorable woman, but her phobia was spiders such to the extent because there's people listening going, yeah, I hate them too. I'm with James Blake. I hate them. Her uh, my lovely Sandra and. Her phobia was so bad she could hear them in the night. Would wake her husband, and I don't know if you can ever. You can't hear them. But yeah, you know, I think that's the probably but the you know what? Yeah. What were they playing they, music or something? Yeah, they were They were dancing. They were like Ray Chalata and the Giants. Yeah, they were playing swing. No, but and then the lights would go on. He'd go, "Oh, don't be ridiculous! Oh, cr- oh my God! There's a spider! It was there." But if there was a spider, there was once a spider in her house. It was on the stairs, and she had to spend the whole day upstairs because she couldn't come down the stairs. So I understand that phobias are, although that you can like laugh at it, they're they're very, very, very real. Oh, they they absolutely can stop people, you know, living their life. And unfortunately, you yeah had a phobia and you overcame your own phobia i did i had a few actually but you're talking about specifically the flying one i assume. I well it was one of them yes public speaking was another public one. speaking was the other yeah which one do you want me to talk about either or okay both actually so the no flying rush. one so the flying <coughs> one i used to before i got into all this weird and wonderful helping i used to be a uh, in video production actually i used to be in the media uh, cameraman and so <laughs> yes and so we were out yeah. there filming we we're out in uh the Pyrenees filming snowboarders and um, basically I'll, I'll give you the edited version we got in a helicopter before they had drones to film I got off mm. and the team got off and then and then we went we traveled home and news reached us that actually half an hour later that that helicopter had crashed into the side of the mountain oh, god. oh my god um, and when I was distant from it it wasn't as bad as you think in that moment I was like well half an hour a year does it matter but then we went back and because uh, you, you're a media guy, so went back not to get pickup. Really. <laughs> not, not really, but I know what you mean. Yeah, went back to and get pickup. And he does up, do planes is, as well. We did could just do planes a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we went back a couple of weeks later when it started to snow again to get some extra shots, basically. And then we're, we're filming, and then one of the snowboarders taps me on the shoulder and lovingly goes, "You see that scorch mark in the mountain? That's oh, the, that's the helicopter you're on." And I just went, "Oh that's my when god! It hit. Oh my god!" So that's really how the fear started with the flying. Um, and people could tell me the statistics. And I mean, flying statistics, you know, a it lot of It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. You can use logic, but emotions don't the, work the on the logic. The people in the helicopter, after they dropped you off, also had shared those statistics, <laughs> but yes. they became the statistic. That's the problem with yes. statistics. Absolutely. And that, absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, they're useful if you're trying to justify with logic. So you're going, well, you know, flying's dangerous. And it's like, well, not compared to crossing the street or sleeping in your own bed or stuff like that. Right. It's not Why do we do the car? You know, it's like the logic. But, yeah. but when we do the lottery every week, which I do in some pathetic... Someone's got to win. Yeah. Some pathetic... <laughs> it could be me. You know, got to be in it to win it. Yeah. And then somebody says, well, you're more likely to meet Elvis getting out on a UFO yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. discovering, uh, you know, taking a photo of the Loch Ness Monster at the same time than winning the lottery. And you go, yeah, but... So logic doesn't really yes, absolutely. It. So it's about dealing with those emotions, mm. and one of those ways, which we were just doing there, was playing with the images. 
because in order and talking of movie making in order to feel bad like i say we're playing a movie in our head yes. so you guys ever seen re-edits on youtube you ever seen, seen these re-edits i haven't but can you hold that thought for two seconds because it's interesting when you say about playing with the imagery yeah. he, here's my problem with it is yeah. that if you have a fear of something such as spiders with me it's Normally, it's mainly any insect that flies. I right. don't. I get very, very freaked out, any, especially wasps. Yeah. And I know exactly where that came from. Is because when I was about six, seven, like a boisterous individual that I was, I was jumping down the stairs, and I was just seeing how many stairs I could jump down from. What I didn't see is I was jumping straight onto a wasp, and that's where it stems from. Yeah. So it, I've now got a fear of jumping down stairs and wasps. But I'm joking, by the way. I don't jump downstairs. Anyway, but the, the point is that... <laughs> where you're not living. <laughs> the, the point is, the point is that I know where it came from, but I mm. can't change the image of a wasp. A wasp is a wasp. And you it can, can change the me. image of that event, but that's but but let me let me break it down. I'll say it again. The imagery is one component of your fear. The thoughts are another. The beliefs are another. The breathing is another. Your posture is another. You change that. So let me ask you: What do you need to believe to be afraid of wasps? Um, how do you mean? Sorry, what do I need to believe to be? What afraid do you need of to believe? Just oh, what do you believe about what? I'm, I'm asking it that way because it tends to give you a better answer. But oh, I see. What are you believing about wasps? Or just afraid. the fact that they can sting you, and okay. that if I don't have, say, any so sting what is it that makes nearby. You right, so what is it that makes you believe that they're going to sting you? Reputation. Reputation. And how many times have you been stung? Oh, only once. Okay, so I won't go to logic. In a lifetime. Okay, so I want you to keep put... Are you, you happy for me to work with you? Yeah, ab absolutely. So let's you've let's, had, let's I mean, air some dirty linen, you, you've <laughs> I mean, you've had, you've had, obviously, you've had tappers and... Haveners and EMDR people, um, blast people on before. So you, there's lots of these kind of intervention techniques um, that you can use on these things that I use as well. So you've had Nikon, I know. So if you go back yeah. to that thing in your mind. Nikon, there's a brand of cameras. Oh, Nikon, <laughs> Nick Davis. Sorry, no, no, Nick sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Davis. So if you go back to that, that event in your mind. Yeah. Okay. Where do you, what do you feel? Curiously, trepidation. Trepidation. Zero to 10, how strong is the emotion? Yeah, it's it's it's. I'm sort of sensing. Okay, so a you know what, what, what five, would be? Yeah, four or five. Actually, so this is the thing. Sorry, I'm just going to point out what he's he's doing, Mister Analytical. He's even rubbing. His, he's, he's in his head. Yeah. Um, yeah. He doesn't yeah. actually want to fully go there. He wants I to try and like figure it. it. He wants to try and figure <laughs> it out. And this is the mistake that we make. We try and avoid. We try and suppress. But actually, by pushing it down, you know, the example I often use is you have a screaming child, and you want that child to shut up, so you're locking in the cupboard. It'll actually scream louder. Not anyone's going to do that. I was going to say, <laughs> no letters, analogy, please. That analogy, was an analogy. It's not yeah. actual. No, um, unless you're Harry Potter. <laughs> we do not condone either. Thank you. So, <laughs> so, that, so that screaming child is going to come up worse. So the more you try and suppress those emotions, they'll come up when you don't want them. So if you can be with them and then do a self-soothing process on it, it will actually dissipate like that. So one of the ones is to play with the image. You can play with the emotions. Um, or you can play with the thoughts. You can change those thoughts. You can change those beliefs because beliefs are incredibly powerful. You know, people will fight wars over a belief about who's, who's, you know, whose God is right. Um, doesn't make it true. It just, but people will do a lot to try and make their beliefs true. And that's, again, trying to justify emotion with logic. So going back to it. Put your hands yeah. down for me. Okay. Put no, your hands no, down for me. Okay. <laughs> if you don't want it, that's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's red. You don't want it? No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I might as well try and tackle this now because the summer's coming up, so I've got to deal with wasps. Okay. Again, so. Okay. So you've been stung once. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, how many well, times have you... Well, by a wasp. But by, yes, by keep going. <laughs> Stop deflecting. Stop it. Top world you get expert here. Make use of by the way, right, this, this is by the way, this is what people do when they come to see me. I'll go. They'll go. I'm afraid of flying or wasps or whatever. And I'll go. Okay, tell me about that. You know, what are you afraid of? What specifically? And they'll go. Well, it's not this, and it's not that, and it's not this. I go. Don't, well, don't tell me what it's not because it won't be a lot of things. Tell me what it is. But people love to sort of bounce around the subject. Um, is okay. that, is that because they're afraid? Sorry, is that because they're like actually afraid of it, and it's just they're like subconscious? Yeah. They're saying just avoid this. I mean, I don't d- like it. Again, the whole like idea it. of push it away, suck it up. I think we're taught to try and avoid the, the the things we're scared of rather than face them. And then, and I don't mean face them as in power through and be a man. I mean face them as in acknowledge what is going on internally, and work out what you need to do to change that. And I am. Um, very much of the attitude just suck it up keep, keep calm carry <laughs> and, on and, and i'm sure this is shining through but that's that's uh, what I, I, do. I can tell and how's that working out for you well normally it's okay okay until it starts getting analyzed uh, um and how's it working out when it comes to comes to wasps <laughs> like has your fear of wasps gone doing this strategy has my fear of wasps gone no yeah. i'm just looking right. around to make sure there's not one in here no so uh, this is this is my point so your strategy of sucking it up and powering through may serve you in one context it doesn't serve you with dealing with your phobia though it doesn't maybe deal with the phobia but it does maintain an element of dignity which is above okay all so d- which, which is more important dignity or, or, or you, so would you rather have dignity or, or let go of your fear not that they're too in, mutually in exclusive. my in my humble and somewhat possibly ignorant attitude it, yeah. it would be dignity but don't get me wrong <laughs> don't get me then wrong. i will leave I, you alone no, but then now, don't get me wrong but i appreciate yeah. i appreciate that it it shouldn't be yes and and there's nothing but the, the, the okay so if it was a session and i appreciate we're on the radio but what is it that you believe about exp- being honest about your emotions that means you're losing your dignity because isn't that what this whole show is about really oh no I, d- I don't think it's that i i think it's more about if one was to give the impression that something as trivial as a wasp puts the fear of god in you then people would either just laugh or think it's a bit ridiculous mm-hmm. and they'd phobias probably are, be right phobias are illogical yeah so that's I, the key. I, I fear we're getting deep here. With you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So let's move from that. So loving this. <laughs> this is so great. Yes. This is the best holiday ever. <laughs> Busman's holiday. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put you on the spot. No, it's too. Oh, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to be cured here. What's 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 next? What does one have to do to overcome a wasp well, before the I, outbreak? <laughs> well, um, again, so one of the th- so have you tried the tapping? Have you done those things before? Have you tried the eye movement processes? Tapping. Tapping. Okay. The tapping. It, the it's, it's, I've got to get him. I've got to get him out his head first. <laughs> I've got to get him thinking. But uh, um, yeah, right, I don't know. We're going to be able to do it this time. We're going to take a break in a minute. But uh, you know, I I can't remember the last time I had so much fun just watching Phil's Dave Square. Crumble. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> genius. <laughs> it's absolutely. It's absolutely genius. In case you're wondering who this wonderful guest is, who's now my new best pal. Is Christopher Jones? He is the breakthrough expert. You think I'm a broken rope? I'm afraid not. <laughs> He's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Try the chicken parmesan. Don't forget his midnight show at the Crystal Room. Uh, I'm Russ Kane. This is Men's Radio Station. Uh, we're we're completely dissecting Phil Dave and boy, James Blake and I are loving every second of it. We'll be back in a sec. You're listening to Men's Radio Station. Indeed, we do. I'm Russ Kane with Phil, Dave, and uh, Boy Wonder, and uh, we're with James Blake. All right, 
Uh, Got to be nice because mum's outside and she made great tea. So there we are. Uh, Christopher Jones is our is our special guest in this in this particular hour, and he is dealing at the moment, uh, to our great delight, with Phil Dave's phobia of wasps. And haven't we moved? Haven't we moved on from this? Sadly, we haven't, Phil, because we were deep in the <laughs> middle of your session, and I really feel like we could be in Harley Street, but James and I are just kind of peeking through the window and going, "This is great." So, Christopher Jones, phobia expert, off mm. you go with my good oh, friend know. and colleague maybe... here, Mr. Phil Dave, with his former friend and colleague. <laughs> Phil I, I think really maybe I should him. leave him alone. I don't know if he, he wants to deal with Christopher, it. Do you ever want no, to be no, invited? Christopher, do you ever want to be invited back here? Okay. Do you want um, to so. PR? <laughs> You know. Yeah, my, it's not supposed to be. Because <laughs> I not might, I might not want you it is supposed to be. Oh, no, when helpful. it comes to Phil, it, it really is meant to be interrogation. <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like I'm beating him over the head. Well, that, well, that was another problems. mental image that we're immediately embracing. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. It's fine. I'm quite used to it. It's fine. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay, look. So I think we established that I need to maybe change the vision in my mind of, of what a wasp is and what it does. Yeah. What else do I need to alter? The probability of getting stung, it's is it? Getting, he's in his head so much. Um, I mean, you can do that, but again, logic's, logic has nothing to do with emotion. So it, just because you realize that doesn't necessarily mean you'll change. Um, in the same way when I work with flying clients, like I said, there's all these statistics, but it doesn't mean it's going to change how you feel. It's better to change the emotion, which is the place you don't like going, I'm guessing. And I've only spoke to you for, what, 10 minutes, but I get the that you like to be in your head. Yeah. Very well so what would happen? <laughs> uh, so I, I would actually, if this was a session, I would take it wider because first I'd have to get the person to be willing to open up to what's going on. Now, sometimes people don't know because, like I say, we're taught to live in our heads. We're not taught to focus on the emotions or the pictures. So the question is, what needs to happen for you to f be allowed, allow yourself to be open, to trust that you're safe? Well... I do trust. I, it's, I don't actually think it is that. I, so like what is I it said, then? I so if it's not it that, what is it? I don't know. It's just, I suppose it's the way I've been brought up and it, it's a very, it's a massive part of me that yes. one doesn't display emotion. One, one. doesn't display, it, it's true though. That's the, my upbringing. Okay. You know, my, my grandmothers were born and brought up in just the late Victorian era. That's yes. this massive age gaps in my family and this is sort of what was passed on to me. So I, d I don't know. Okay. I'm not quite sure sort of how I can be yeah. anything but me. So you're assuming that you being disconnected from being honest with your emotions is not you? I'm That's just you. blown my mind. Yeah. What was that? Sorry. <laughs> he, he got the answer. He just doesn't work. He, he just... He wants to go. I'm, I'm not going to probe anymore because... I, I deep, think... But, do you know um, what? Yeah, go on. <laughs> that, oh, there you go. My headphones are working again. That's exciting. Sorry. I just I didn't know why anyone had to know that. But anyway. Thanks for sharing, Phil. No, I know. Well, sharing is caring, as you can tell. And I'm not in the least bit trying to distract from the situation. <laughs> the look, I, I I think that I I recognise that something's got to give, but maybe I didn't realise until today just how tricky that might be for me. Mm. Mm. This, uh, although our guest has indeed put a very interesting spotlight on one thing, uh, the, the the huge age gap and your grand mothers were in the victorian era does this uh, late you, victorian uh, was this your predilection for like outlandish scarfs and cravats you're like the adam adamant of 2019 oh yes one oh well. no that absolutely there you no, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that it's part and parcel of it i mean my it was 
my next life, I'm coming back as a psychoanalyst. <laughs> I should have done it. No, I love that's, it. I no, actually, no, I that's I to me. I don't believe that's something that needs analysing. I'm very open and honest about that. Is absolutely that to me is part of the upbringing. Yeah. My my grandmothers were both 88 when they died when I was aged 15. So that's the kind of age gap we're talking Where about. Where were they born? What was the date? The uh, 1913, 1914, I think. Oh wow! So even though, don't get wrong, Queen Victoria wasn't on the throne at that stage, but it was still very much in yeah, the world. Well, my you know, dad was born in 1919, so I don't find that so strange. Yeah. There you go. Are we ha- are we having a competition to see who's the most? Yeah, who's, who's got open? the oldest? Uh, <laughs> or the most <laughs> look. If we were uh, uh, Christopher, if we were have a competition, who's most screwed up in this room? We would be here. This would be the longest broadcast <laughs> in radio history, going and end Monday, up with yeah. three people dead <laughs> in a mystery uh, mystery killing. Right now, Drop. your other fear. Yeah. Coming back to you was public speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Now it, that's why are you that, on radio. Then? Yeah. Why are you doing? <laughs> a. How are you doing this? And B. What? what well, I so got over it. Was yeah, the main thing. <laughs> so, Christopher, what did you think would happen when you went and public spoke? Well, this was it, isn't it? It's the beliefs. So, mm. what? Again, and I talked about the conditioned response. I'm like 14 years old, I think, about 14, mm. and I I always was not not a good. I had dyslexia. I wasn't a good speller, good reader, and uh, I got up, and they go, "Go on, read from this book." You know, part of English class. And I'm stumbling over the words, and you know, you know, fourteen-year-olds, they're fourteen-year-old boys. They're very supportive, and they'll they'll be okay. Oh, you get for it. Yeah, that's not what happened. They were like uh, laughing and giggling, and, and in that moment, my brain goes, "Public speaking means you'll be embarrassed," and that was the meaning I gave it. And from then on in, I avoided it. Um, it was only really when I, you know, learned these tools and worked on that that I realized that that belief isn't true. That you can actually inspire people. You can make like you guys are doing. You can make a difference to people when you get out there and share your vision. And the other thing that one of my mentors said that always stuck with me, he said, the only way you can be afraid when public speaking is to be thinking about yourself. So it's going, what are people thinking of me? Am I doing this right? Whatever. If you're thinking about what can I give the audience, how can I serve them? It's very hard to be worried or be afraid. So Really? Yeah. If, if you're See, truly I, in I that would, moment. The first time I would take issue, uh, the reason I would say that yeah. is that I always try and and push myself into areas that I find absolutely terrifying. Yes. I have no idea why. So out of the blue, I decided three years ago to do a stand-up comedy show. Now, most people would do five-minute spot. Yeah. I never do things by halves, hence starting a two radio stations. So I I booked myself into an hour-and-a-half show. Yeah. And um, before I go on... I'm in the wings going, what the bloody <laughs> hell are you doing, you moron? Yeah. Then I go on stage, and I'm absolutely loving it. And then the uh, audience started saying And then that. they go, what the bloody hell, <laughs> thanks, Phil. <laughs> this is and how you install phobias, Do you know, the way, by the way, yeah. you know, there's a wasp near your head. It's right behind you, and it's the biggest wasp I've ever seen. It's about a foot long. And are you and getting a house out and of this? And it looks really pissed <laughs> off. Um, so it's interesting, that, but I don't, I never stand there, Christopher, and say, "Now, what are the audience going to get from me?" I don't. I don't get that at all. I'm going like. Don't You're going with ru- the intention to rust. entertain. You're not go, thinking about yourself. I don't. I, no, I'm just going. Please don't let me screw up. Please don't let me screw up. Okay. Please, God, let me be funny. Please, God, let me. Be funny. That's all that's going through my head <laughs> a million miles an hour. Do you have that thought once you're delivering? Would be my question. And if you uh, do, no. that's fine. Once I once right. I start, I'm okay. And w- so, what happens to that thought? What? Which thought? The, 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 the don't screw up, don't mess the, up. Uh, don't. Well, I'm always conscious of, uh, y- y- you know, making it look 
relaxed and easy when yeah. of course it, it, it that, well that's the trick uh, like broadcasting mm -hmm. but um i don't you know i'm always aware that don't relax too much because you will screw up just, okay. just be careful always be professional just do a professional okay. show i'm just curious do those thoughts get less when you once you start well they have to because you're interacting right. you're performing you know okay. the, the, the the other person comes on the, yes. the actual real actually quite quiet me has to obviously go away mm. and they they're paid good money to come and see an hour and a half show they want to be entertained yeah, it's yeah. my job Absolutely. to make sure that they are are entertained mm. you know so i mean i mean this is it everyone's strategy is different so if it's working for you mm. then keep doing it but the might what i would suggest is all that internal dialogue yeah. probably isn't serving you if you could quieten it a bit oh, you want to do a good job it doesn't serve me at all yeah. i know that so there's a difference well. between how can i do a great job and don't screw up. But you know what? I know where it comes from. I no. knew. I, 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 I can tell you, and, and then you can add it to your, your <laughs> anecdotal, <laughs> yeah, you know, a storage department. Is that when I was at school, I was like one of the meant to be one of the best debaters there, and I, I got and I made one mistake ever in my life of being cocky about it. I didn't practice. I got up, I spoke, and I lost the competition yes. uh, for my for my house, as it were. And uh, I don't mean I lost my house. Mean, we were divided into houses. I was to say, the stakes <laughs> were very high yeah, in your school. I was Lord. in Slytherin, obviously. And, or is it Gryffindor? <laughs> I can't remember. Whatever the hat said. And um, I never forgave myself. And I, I was only, I mean, I was a kid, I don't know, 15 or something like that, 15, 16 maybe. And to that day, I never want to be that yes. that cocky kid who did not do his homework properly, didn't prepare, ah, gave right. a crap performance. And because I thought I could do it and I hadn't worked hard enough at it, I I never ever want to replicate that, and it's a little it was a little thing. I mean, what was the, the what was the outcome of losing the the, the debating competition in the great yeah. scheme of life? Zip. Nothing. But at the time, it was it was major. What I was to me, I mm. know, uh, and it wasn't even major at school. No one came up and pointed fingers at me. It was me. I just beat yeah. myself up, and now a billion years later, I still think that I don't want that kid reemerging, especially not on stage when I've got an hour and a half to entertain uh you know yes got so normally a sold out house so on that there's a difference between being arrogant and lazy mm. and being filled with fear and it's mm. finding that middle ground so you can still plan you can still prepare but you don't need to necessarily have all this don't screw up and, and i don't know it's finding the strategy that works for you but if you're doing it and you're happy then then keep doing it if you're if what you're doing isn't working if you can't be around wasps or you can't be around spiders or you can't get on a plane then there's something that needs to change in your internal world. so how did you then you just conquered your public speaking no no the, because you were ridiculed ridiculed, ridiculed. yeah yeah no i, I went why i don't play sports so one of the that? things Same i did thing. yeah so one of the things i went back and i worked on the, the trigger events because once you take out that conditioned response your brain no longer ha knows how to feel about it so the mm. first thing i did was deal with that um there's various techniques for dealing with that like i say there's there's ta the tapping which is called eft or tft which I use as havening. Could you explain what that means? Um, so, so there's various points. I can demo it if you well, want. Do it. Go ahead, um, please. please so, actually, it. think about your wasps right now. Hey, yeah, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd moved on from this. <laughs> anyway, yes. No, no. You can put okay, your think, phone down. Okay, no. I think about. No, I'm going to take it seriously. Think about, think about okay. the wasps. Yep. Put your phone down for a sec. Oh, the reason I got my phone is because I've got some comments on Facebook. I'm going to read out in just a minute. Okay, okay. We've dealt with you. Okay, that's fine. Come on. So, all I want you to do is go back to that time in your mind. Yep. Think about it and just dart your eyes left and right ten times. But actually, be with Shut a, up. Be with, a, be, with <laughs> a, be with a be with a be with a wasp. Are you joking? Be with the wasps, be really? <laughs> Sorry, that was wrong. Wrongly appropriate. Yeah, think about the wasps. Okay, go up and down with your eyes ten times. 
no, I'm feeling a bit dizzy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Shake it off. Deep breath in. Go back to that time in the mo in your mind when you thought about the wasps. I just want you to take two fingers like this. I'll give you the shortened version, and just cross your hands. Yeah. All I want to do is tap on your chest. A bit faster. And just think about the wasps now. Think about that moment where you jumped down the stairs, and let whatever thoughts, feelings, and emotions come up as you do. And now, is you what's happening? Okay, deep breath in. Focus on it. And just take take your hands like this, like stroking. Do you like? You got a pet you like? If I've got pets, do I like them? No. Yeah. Have you got? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so imagine something you like, you you enjoy that makes you feel happy, and just do this and think Still about cares. the wasps now. Shut up, Russ. <laughs> Ridiculous man. This is supposed to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my my palms are really clammy. Yeah, that's, that's really you're, bizarre. Because you're associating into it now. Wow. That's really freaked me out because I didn't even realise that was happening. Okay, deep breath in. Go back to the wasps right now. Give me a scale, zero to ten. Where is it? That moment, back in the past. Bizarrely, it feels near a three or four. Three or four. Okay, focus on it. And just tap on the eyebrows for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. My head is a bit sensitive this morning. Okay. Well, you don't. Oh, uh, the other one to do, which is is this, if you prefer. But yeah, it's okay. Just down. That's fine. Like, like so you were stroking. Your mum was stroking. I was just to explain. If you're wondering, if you're not watching on Facebook, what I'm doing is I'm I'm actually using my four fingers. Uh, Come all the way down your face, though. Oh, all the way, all way down. down. Like okay. you're stroking. Four, yeah. four fingers to Someone literally just to start with the forehead and then drag fingers right the way down the face. And as you do, try and re-experience that moment where you jump down the stairs. And you can use the palms of your hands as well. No, they're clammy. Okay. <laughs> you can use the backs of your fingers as well like this, like you're yeah. stroking someone you cared about. Okay. God, I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> <laughs> Better than being afraid all your life, but... Uh, Maybe. Okay. Yeah. But we'll, if not, we can focus on the feeling you're stupid. Okay. Take a deep breath in. Think about... That's really bizarre. Go on. That's me. really bizarre. Why Why am I not even sort of feeling that freaked out by it now? What, seriously, wow. what on earth has that done that I've just done that? Because wow. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I was super sceptical. When you started talking about I, this, I, I just thought they were ridiculous. I couldn't tell the way you were Laughing dismissive. and smirking. No, <laughs> yeah. we didn't know no, that. No, genuinely. I'm not being... I'd, oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Why? Why has that happened to me? That's so why that fantastic. really freaks me that's out. Why fantastic. has that happened? That is fantastic. Oh, we're loving that. Bravo. No, that's really peculiar. I need an explanation for this. because This that, is Christopher how that Jones, work? ladies and gentlemen. He walks the walk and he talks the talk and he's done it live on Men's Radio Station. I think that's sensational. Are you Uri Geller in disguise? <laughs> no, no it's a real deal. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, anyway. It's right. like bending spoons or anything. Just bent your mind. Wow. That is the first time that I've wow. heard Phil Dave lost for words. Oh, so not only do I want to thank you for his phobia. Actually, I couldn't give a damn about his phobia. It's his phobia, not mine. But thank you for shutting him up. It's fantastic. This is great. Crumbs. Okay, well, Christopher, we've had yeah. some comments on Facebook. Okay. We announced it earlier in the week that yes. you were going to be on the show. And we've got a couple here. Paul says that one thing he's learnt, I think we should explain that Paul has been a guest on Men's uh, Radio Paul, Station. Was that Paul Claridge? Yes. That'd be Paul, yeah. Paul, Paul has Hi, been Paul. a guest on Men's Radio Station mm -hmm. in the past, and he's been very open and honest about going through a, I don't like the word battle, but I think he uses it, a ba bad. battle with cancer. 
And he says one thing that he has learned over the course of his illness is that fear plays a large part in the recovery process. If you fear a bad outcome, then it's more difficult to stay positive and being positive, so his oncologist tells him, is partly key to achieving a better outcome. Yes. So I'd agree completely with that, yes. Um. And then we've got Bernadette, who says that her fear is snakes. Mm -hmm. She says that she won't even look in a magazine before her kids have checked in case there's a picture of one in there. And she can't even say the word, has to use a code word instead. Right. So the first wow. question is, is pretty much what I've been doing here, is to ask, what's her earliest memory of feeling that way? Now, you might not know that logically, and that's where sort of hypnotherapeutic techniques come in, where you can tap directly into the unconscious mind, because everything that's ever happened to you is in there somewhere. Um, so obviously, other than advising you to come see me, think about <laughs> what the first event was, what triggered this, and then you can do um, some of those self-soothing exercises. You can do hypnotherapy. There's quite a few different ways of disrupting that pattern, actually if people realize that so many different ways of changing how you feel. And I suspect those same techniques will work for Dennis, who's commented here saying that he has a serious fear of dogs, won't go near one, and if he passes one and it starts barking, sends his blood pressure sky high. That's because yeah. that's actually dangerous. Yeah, that's it? not good in London, isn't it? As well? yeah. most, most common would be that he was chased by a dog when he was little or bitten by a dog or scared. Um, something would have triggered that belief. Um, doesn't have to be literal, but often with dogs it is. But, but we can cure. It, this is weird because when I was a toddler, my mom and dad had a cocker spaniel that yeah. loathed me. Come on, get your jokes out of the way, Phil. It was very jealous because I came along a bit late. <laughs> and the dog had been the baby of the family and would bite me at any opportunity, and I adore dogs. Now, you would think logically that I would have a fear of dogs because it had been instilled in me since I was a baby. Yes. I was crawling up, the, I couldn't even walk yet, crawling up the stairs, it would wait for me and bite me on the face. That accounts for so much of my looks. But uh, I adore dogs. I absolutely love them and I'm crazy about them. So that didn't work. And yeah. you escaped a plane crash, thank God. Unfortunately, yeah. clearly the pilot or, and presumably co-pilot didn't, weren't so yeah. lucky in the mountains. Uh, I was in a plane crash, and I had to go on and fly for about another 20 years, five days a week, and, ac and accumulated 1.5 million miles until I eventually thought after 20 years, uh, I'm really pushing the envelope here. I'm really, really pushing my luck. And I thought, I'm uh, it's time to stop. And there were other reasons as well, but I thought it really was time time to stop. Yeah, the the invention of travel cameras didn't help. Well, no, 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 I, no, no, no. You can you can be you know you can be sarcastic about it. Shit. But anyway, the <laughs> thing about it is the thing about it is that I I you know you and and our mechanic had died. The mechanic on the flying eye he was killed in the plane crash as well. Like plane, they said, "Oh, come with us, Charlie." And and he got killed in the wow. mountains as well. So, mm. the, you know, I was kind of surround, kind of surrounded by it. And I thought, well, I just, I, I didn't, didn't, didn't. Like, I had one horrific dream. I woke. It's the only time in my life I've woken up screaming. Um, it was a, a weird dream, but I, I just, you know, just worked. Didn't kind of didn't bother me, and I don't know why. Mm. Should have bothered me. Should have terrified so me, and, but and it didn't. And the opposite sometimes happens. So you know, you can go through all these difficult things. Um, and be fine, and then sometimes the, s the silliest little thing can go in deep into the subconscious mm. and affect someone's whole belief system. Yeah. Um, why that is, I think sometimes we're if we're in a more anxious state generally, and then something bad happens, it yeah. probably goes in deeper. 
But beyond that, it's it's yeah, it's anyone's guess why some things we hold on to and some things we just let go of. But it, it's fascinating. Um, I had a had a lady that came to me convinced that she was unlovable, and um, I did some hypnotherapy, tracked her back to the trigger event because she right. didn't know it consciously. And she goes, uh, oh, "I'm playing hide and seek, and the other kids have forgotten to look for me." She's like six years old, four years old, whatever. Wow. And that belief went in so deep mm. that then through her life, she's looking for examples of why that's true. So wow. whenever anyone was late, well, that means they don't care about me, whenever, you know. So God. you start to try and make it true because you look for examples to try and make it true. I don't think I've ever overanalyzed the time when I was a very little boy and got locked in the airing cupboards with my next door neighbor, Lawrence Gassman, and his mum was playing the piano and didn't realize we were missing for God knows how long. <laughs> We were locked That's inside. That's most unfortunate to be locked in an airing cupboard with someone by the name of Gasman. We were little kids. We had so much fun when we were little. Now, you, you have been the most blindingly brilliant guest. Oh, You've you. Can I stress, though, that it's amazing how trivial events really can have such a lasting impact. Yes. And at the time, they seem so insignificant. Yeah, absolutely. But sometimes with phobias, it's uh, it's easy to spot. Sometimes... Uh, it's the little things like the fear of success or whatever that could also be Ooh, locking you. God, you know? have we got time? <laughs> yeah, we have actually. We've got, I'm going to come back to that. That is something really interesting. Uh, we're just getting over James's consumption. He's, he's doing really well. Uh, he's James giving, always he's giving holds it to us. Isn't that nice of him? Well, it's, it's lovely. Uh, and sharing is caring, as you've said several times in the show. Um, now, Christopher Jones, mm -hmm. brain like a planet. Here's the thing. Uh, we like to ask our guests three top tips. Okay. And we'd be thrilled to have your three top tips. It could be on anything, by the way. It doesn't have to be on anything specific. Okay. Three top tips? Yes, please. What, for life? <laughs> well, yeah, for, for, for life. Or what are the three top tips that get you through? It can be, honestly, oh. anything, oh. anything at all. Well, See, being, it could be anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Three top tips. I mean, uh, I mean, to my three top tips are probably things I've already said here, but I think repeat. Say them again. Reiterate them. Sorry. How you feel isn't outside of yourself that's the big one i always say to people and i remind myself um so if you're feeling bad if you're feeling good you're doing something and it's realizing that you are in control of your emotions you don't catch them like a cold you are in control and when you realize that that your thoughts feelings images control how you feel about a topic it's a lot easier to change it so that would be my top tip for life really um and have control or power over it maybe control is the wrong word but power certainly um whew. That's, 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 that's good. <laughs> I love that. By that's the way, people want to get hold of you. How do, how do they do that? They want to um, come for a consultation. Oh, like, they can like go on my lady, website. Lady with the snakes. That yeah, would be they good. can go on my website. So ChristopherPaulJones.com. Uh, uh, I've got tips videos on there and various other things so as well. Christopher, www.ChristopherPaulJones.com. That's correct. Damn good. Damn good. Right. My question to you was this. Do you think some people deliberately sabotage their potential success because they're scared of success? Yes. And why are they scared? What do they think success is going to bring? Right. So don't you I, know? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't I, know. Well, I that's think that's the thing. I'd, I've never. Like, that's that's my exact point, Phil. Well, the fascinating people. Are, that's do you not it. look? I'm sorry. Do, do, going off on a slight tangent, do you not look at yourself as having had a successful no, career? No, not at all. Really? No, really? not the least. Not the least. Wow. Sorry. Do no, you know what? I've known you long that, enough. That's, that's why, really that, shocked that, me. That's why I push myself so hard. Because wow, really I don't know what it would take to make me think, yeah, you've done all right. But it's it's not that. It, I, I haven't done it yet. I wow. Know, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Wow. You, look, you look at the CV and you go, oh, okay, that's not bad. 
but uh, it d- doesn't move even me at there, all. Even doesn't there, bad. I should be so lucky. Not bad. Yeah. Even there, you say not bad. You look at the CV and say not bad. Very interesting, right? Mm, well, that's 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 me. That's yeah. what drives me. Well, sometimes that that yeah, as you say, that drives me. you not never feeling content. I wonder I how much stress that puts in your body. I never that's feel the only thing. Oh, I'm stressed. That I'm tw- I'm stressed twenty four seven. Okay. So maybe always trust. I never. He ever hangs around with people like me. It doesn't uh, help. Well, that, <laughs> that really just screws me up enormously. It's only. I think only James's mum bringing in a nice tea cozy is like the least stressful thing that's happened to me. Yes, <laughs> we sorry. We need so to publicly say thank you to Mrs. B for looking after us. <laughs> yeah, she's just she's just great. So why are we scared of success? Why are we scared of success? Again, yeah. uh, all sorts of beliefs can go in. I think the fascinating one is where people have fear of success and fear of failure in equal measure. So mm. they were bouncing back between the two. Um, fear of success is I'll get judged, most common. I'll lose my friends. I'll be different. So they have a reference in their past where, you know, Bill down the road was wealthy and all the and they heard their parents go, well, you know, money doesn't buy you happiness or, you know, yeah, but you know, he's not really that good. And you go, oh, if I put myself out there, there's a pedestal people can kick. Yeah. Or there's further to fall. That's the other thing. If I'm well, up the, there, there's... The further to fall, it, it's a very, very different from America. I spend a lot of time in America. Yes. Yeah. I love it over there. I just do. But over in Britain, they build you up, build you up, build you up like a buttercup. And then they can't wait to destroy yes. it. I don't know why the British media has to do that. It, thank God it hasn't happened to me because I've never reached those heights. But you know when someone's on the up and up, you just sit there and I'll say, wait for it. Here we go. Yeah. Boom. Doesn't matter who you are or what you do, they gotta, they gotta. In America, they go, well done, "That's yeah. great, well done." Now, what can we do? How can we learn from you? You know, over here, they absolutely gotta, they've yeah. gotta ravage you until you, you're a wreck. Yeah, it's a lot of, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a fear British, of standing out. It's isn't a it? British disease, and yeah. I don't get it. Never yeah. have. I mean, it's really jealousy if you break it down. I was going to say green eyed monsters. Yeah, yeah. Comes yeah. Across it is to me. the green eyed monster. But why can't you? I don't understand why. You know, people, people. All right. For example, oh. I got I've, yeah, I got time. I worked with Chris Tarrant for twenty years, and, and, and odd people would say to me, "Aren't, aren't you? Why, look at all the money you get." I said, "But why? Why do you? You're not even on the radio station, yeah. right? I'm loving it. I, I'm having the best time. I had twenty fabulous years. I really did. I'm not just saying. And, and Chris and I are still friends, and we see each other and have a laugh, and it's great. And I never begrudged anything." that he was getting because it was why 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 the hell would I, I was happy what i was getting and and, and i thought he deserved it so yeah. what i didn't understand people's attitude of uh, well why shouldn't you get that i said because i'm not him i'm doing what i do and i'm happy with that it doesn't bother me yes yeah i don't get that british thing of ooh you know if somebody can be m- making you know a fortune good luck to them yeah. that's what i think well, an awful lot <laughs> of time though we seem to spend time looking at what we don't have rather than what we do have though yes i think that's a sort of a standard trait with a lot of people and it can manifest itself into jealousy but it boils down to that we just don't see what's in front of us we just constantly look for what's not there Mm. well that's like there's a whole new um category of uh, psychological disorder from facebook Everyone's looking at Facebook, seeing everyone. Oh, they're happy. They're out having fun. They're on holiday. My life is crap by comparison. I wish we had more time to talk about that. Uh, that Oh, that's a huge, huge issue. And do you know what? Social media, every show we do, social media rears its head because the genie's out of the bottle. You cannot pretend it doesn't exist. Even even both uh, the twins that we have the twins are off social media they're 21 next month they don't touch it with a barge pole they have no interest in it they think it's a load of rubbish and it takes up too much time 
but then on the other hand it's the world in which in in which we in, in the world in which we we live mm. um and and y- for example y- just when i was saying how do we people get hold of you What's the first thing? You don't say, well, write to me at 33 the high street above the fruit shop. <laughs> go on the internet. You, write, you say, well, go on the internet and come yeah. onto the website, and that's how we advertise. That's how we work men's radio station. That's how I will be I'm yeah. publicizing my, my book. I mean, it's all these things. So it's, it, is, it is, you know, the yeah. well, that's you have the to thing learn to control it. Though. Yeah, with new technology, there's good and bad, you know. Mm. I mean, I was saying that to someone the other day, the fact that I can carry everything on my phone, I can have audio books and find the, this place and yeah. everything just in a little thing in my pocket is great i love it it is but, great. It, but it's also causing a lot of anxiety and stress and you get a beep and you're like what's this mm. oh some person i've never heard of uh, uh, doing D- some live yeah, thing yeah or like a birthday somebody has added to their story tell me uh, very very quickly yeah uh, i don't know if you can it's i don't want to give away confidence what is the weirdest uh, such a such a rubbish question but yeah. i have to ask weirdest what's the phobia. weirdest phobia anyone said to you christopher please i'm afraid of oranges i think was the one that stands out for me wow oranges oranges but isn't it strange because logic says well i understand phil's fear a, a wasp can sting you and yeah. damn well hurt orange what's going to happen nothing right oh, i don't but know i can see the appeal hey. <laughs> oh, you give me the pip sometimes Phil. Uh, you don't do stand up, do you? Um, mercifully not. not I sit but he down. comes to he comes to see he comes to see mine. Okay, well, he's, I just he's, tackle. He, he, he sat there looking very smart and then rather loose at the bar, rather loose. Anyway, it's been um, it's been an absolute pleasure. So if hey, you hey. want to go and find out more about our guest, uh, Christopher W. Uh, there's no short way of saying that is it? Uh, Christopher Paul Jones dot com. You saw what he did, and you heard what he did to, to Phil, and, and Phil was not faking it. That was like no, I absolute, swear like, I, what the hell's just happened to me? You've got to believe me when I say pure skepticism from the moment you started with that. I genuinely don't understand. I still don't. Off air, I'm going to ask you to explain. I genuinely don't understand it absolutely why true, it changed. True. Christopher, thank Don't you. So, Christopher, thank you so much for coming in. You're very welcome. Uh, you've been listening to uh, our guest, uh, Christopher Jones. Also, want to thank uh, Johnny Benjamin, who was fantastic. And I mean, we've got the most extraordinary interview coming up, by the way, with Professor. Oh yeah, not for real. Grown up, Professor Brett Carr. It is one of our favourite interviews I think we've ever done. Yes, because I'm not here. Because he wasn't <laughs> here. And so it was real grown up stuff. You can uh, find the interview on the uh, Facebook page. It's in two separate parts, yep. and it will be. Should be on there now. It'll be on there. It, it's absolutely riveting stuff. Uh, James Blake has been rocking the decks as ever. Boy Wonder producer doing the bolt, lo- the what bolt? What's it Lightning called? bolt. Lightning bolt. Phil Dave are having his phobias cured and just being a, a cynical, uh, <laughs> a, a, a elegant and sartorial expert. I'm Russ Kane. Until we meet again, have fun. <laughs>